You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are already concluding our series which is 10. Okay, sino rito uli yung nakumpleto mo ngayon yung series na ito? Taas po ang kamay naman nakumpleto. Uy, ayos ha. Exodus chapter 20 verse 17. Let us uh, read this passage. So we have here verse 17. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you so much because we believe, Lord, that this passage in Exodus chapter 20, verse 17 about covetousness, Lord, we believe that this will really teach us, Lord, to observe and understand what your will is for us. And at the same time, Lord, hayaan niyo po, Panginoon, at tumingin po kami sa inyo. At sa inyo lamang ay kompleto na po kami. Salamat po ng maraming Panginoon sapagat naniniwala po kami na ang inyong banal espiritu ang siyang magiging tagapangaral sa umagang ito. Muli Panginoon, tinataas namin ang lahat na ito sa matamis na pangalan ng Panginoon Jesus at ang lahat ay magsabi ng Amen and Amen. Speaking of this Ten Commandments, if you notice that in uh, the beginning of the Ten Commandment, ang nakalagay po doon ay you shall have no other gods before me. Kung baga, i- Ano, no? sinimulan po ng you shall have no other gods before me and then inend po siya pag uh, dating po ng uh, verse 17 na you shall not covet and you shall not covet simply means do not desire and later on ipapaliwanag po natin to sa inyo kumbaga nirap up po ng gusto itong Ten Commandments ito yung una huwag kang magkakaroon ibang Diyos maliban sa akin at sa huli naman pinakahuli huwag mong kukunin at huwag mong aangkinin yung hindi sa'yo and that's covetousness and I would say that that is part of the law that uh, really Jesus Christ explained. In Matthew 22, 36 to 40, inanong po siya no, na, na isang tao na sumusunod po sa kanya kay Jesus Christ, teacher which is a great commandment in the law. And Jesus Christ said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Speaking about the first commandment. Yung po yung you shall have no other gods before me. And then at the same time, this is the great and first commandment and a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. In other words, this is the irreducible minimum. Irreducible minimum. Wala ka nang pwedeng tanggalin. Hindi mo na pwedeng tanggalan ito ng commandment. Kasi ito na yung pinaka uh, least at the same time yung pinaka summary o buod ng Ten Commandments. And I would say that when we talk about the commandment as well in Ephesians 5.5, 5, speaking of covetousness or you shall not covet, it says here, for you may be sure of this, that everyone, in Ephesians 5.5, 5, everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. In other words, ang mga hindi po mananampalataya, meaning those people who claims themselves to be Christians, yung kineclaim nilang sila ay anak ng Diyos, pero and yet, nakikita pa rin ang ganitong klaseng pamumuhay sa kanila at wala pong galit sa kasalanan at ini-ignore lang yung immorality, ini-ignore lang yung covetousness, ini-ignore lang yung pag-aangkin, okay, ng mga matilo na bagay sa mundong ito, and they don't see it as serious. Ibig sabihin, wala talagang Kristo sa puso, okay, ang mga taong yon. And that is by, again, speaking of this, Ephesians 5.5, Paul, the apostle, also wrote in Romans 7.7, 7, sabi niya, What then shall we say? That the law is sin? By no means, yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. In other words, ang purpose po talaga ng law is that for us to know what sin is. Para malaman natin kung anong kasalanan. Kung tutuusin, wala po talaga maliligtas by following this law. Yung Ten Commandments po na to, ang hirap. 
di ba, ang hirap pong sundin ang Ten Commandments, wala pong way talaga para lahat tayo masunod natin ang Ten Commandments na ito. Dahil magiging guilty tayo kahit na isa lang. Like for example, pag tinanong ka, um, have, have you dishonored your parents in one day or another? Dinishonor mo ba ang magulang mo kahit na isang beses lang? Sinuway mo ba ang magulang mo kahit na, is, kahit na isang beses lang? Simula nung ikaw ay maliit hanggang sa lumaki ka, I'm sure oo. Ikaw ba ay nagnakaw? Kahit na candy, no ikaw ay bata pa. O kaya, kahit na sabihin mong meron kang kinuha sa kumpanya, okay, na ballpen, na hindi mo pag-aari. Ikaw ba ay tumingin sa isang uh, babae na meron kang pagnanasa o tumingin sa isang lalaki may pagnanasa and then you committed something in your heart, an adultery in your heart from the time that you are a uh, teenager hanggang sa naging adult ka. Oh. So in other words, dun pa lang sa ere na yon, babagsak na agad tayo. So therefore, nobody will be saved, nobody will be justified because of following, because by following the Ten Commandments, talaga mahirap. That is why, ang purpose po ng law, para ipakita po sa atin na tayo ay makasalanan at talagang pag nakita natin yon, ang feeling natin talagang mahokondem tayo at magigilty tayo sa lahat ng kasalanan natin because walang taong kayang sumunod ng batas na ito. But there's only one person that we know who actually did all this because, of course, He is holy, He is righteous, and He is God. And that's none other than Jesus Christ Himself. Paul said, sabi niya, by no means yet, if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. For I would not have known what is to covet if the law had not said, you shall not covet. So therefore, in this case, hindi niya malalaman kung ano ibig sabihin covetousness or covet kung halimbawang hindi niya nakita o nabasa ang law. Kasi deep inside his heart, alam na niya, mali yun. Pero lalo na nakita niya. Diba? Kaya nga, di ba, sa atin, alam naman natin bawal tumawid sa mga walang zebra lane. Alam naman natin yun eh. We all know. Pero bakit kailangan maglagay pa yung mga MMDA na nakalagay bawal tumawid? I mean, bawal tumawid. Dun lang. Pero may tumatawid pa rin. Tapos naglagay uli sila, bawal tumawid. May namatay na rito. Ay, ayaw pa rin talaga tumigil. Talagang tawid pa rin. Kailangan talaga ilagay, mamamatay ka rito. Okay? Parang ganun eh. Parang talagang diretsyo na talaga eh. Gusto talaga eh. Talaga specific talaga eh. May nakaabang na na MMDA, may nakatingin na. One time, when we were walking, kami ng anak ko, bibili po kami sa isang uh, uh, burger, no? And then, nung naglalakad yun, biglang may isang taong nagtapo ng, ng basura. Sabi, nagulat siya. Sabi, Papa, sabi niya, bakit ganun? Nagtapon siya ng basura. Sabi ka, ang laki ng basurahan niya buong Pilipinas. Eh. <laughs> Yan, nakakahiya po. But we all understand that's wrong, that's not right. Alam naman natin, hindi na mali eh. Kaso nga lang, siyempre, may mga tao na hindi pa rin nila, ini-ignore pa rin nila yung tama. And that's why I would say that pag nakita po natin ang batas, talagang magigilty tayo kasi ano, alam natin mali yung ginagawa natin. That is why, speaking of this covetousness or covet, we will learn a lot from this because there are truths behind covetousness. Ano ba yung mga truths behind it? Let me just lay down to you the origins first of covetousness. The origin of covetousness. Let me quote again, Exodus 20. Verse 17, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. In other words, it is rooted in the, in the heart of every person, yung angkin ninyo hindi sa kanya, lalo na kapag alimbang nakita niyang pwede sa kanya o kaya gusto niya. Talagang ano eh, gustong gusto niya talagang kunin yung bagay niyo. That is why for the Israelite people, Kailangan ibigay ang batas na ito kasi nagkakaroon ng mga nakawan, nagkakaroon ng mga angkinan na hindi naman sa kanila kinukuha nila. And so, I would say that this term COVID is very, very important for us to understand. Deuteronomy 5.21 also 
includes sa sinabi po ni Moses, and you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, and you shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, his or his male servant, or his female servant, his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. Now notice, ang nakalagyan covet, and at the same time, it also mentions about the word desire. Kasi ang covet, meron pong relationship sa desire na word. Ang counterpart po ng dalawang ito, sa Greek kasi ang, ang Deuteronomy 5.21, sinulat po siya sa Hebreo. So ang counterpart po ng Hebrew words po na ito, ng covet at saka desire, is only one Greek word, epithemeo. Yun po ang ibig sabihin. Epithemeo, ibig sabihin no, nung epi is yung surrounding, tapos yung themeo, yung deep breathing. Thumeo. <laughs> parang ganon. Okay? So ano kaya ang relationship nun? Ibig sabihin, parang talagang naghihingalo, naghihingalo ka, talagang gustong-gusto mo lang kunin yung, ano, yung isang bagay na ganun katindi yun, yung desire na yun. Parang you are really desiring for that, grasping for that, to the point na talagang hindi mo inaalis yung tingin mo sa bagay na yun. May kasama pang hingal. Okay, that's, that's what it really means. That is why covet and desire is basically the same. Now, one uh, lexicon also explained this in this way. Epithemeo or covet means to desire earnestly, long for something, or lust. So pag, if, if a person is lusting for that or longing for something na alam niyang hindi tama at hindi makakabuti sa kanya, then that is already coveting. Now, that is what happened to Lucifer. That is what happened to Satan. Because when Satan was kicked out, okay, kicked out of the heavenly place in the presence of the Lord, this is what we call the five great eyes of Satan. Kumbaga, siyang nagsimula no, ng coveting or covetousness. Hindi talaga si Eve. Kumbaga, si Eve, mga biktima lang sila ni Satan because they, of course, responded to the temptation of Satan. In the book of Luke, no, si, si Jesus nakita niya to. Even before, Luke 10:18 says, And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Nakita na ni Lord ito noon. Why? Because, of course, Jesus Christ is God. And he was able to see what happened to Satan, what happened to Lucifer. And this is what he said. Si Satan. Isaiah 14, 12-15, Sabi rito, How you are fallen from heaven, O day star, son of dawn. This is, by the way, an allusion for Satan and for Lucifer's downfall. Allusion po ito. Pero it refers to a particular king. It says here, How you are cut down to the ground. You who laid the nations low, you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. Pangalawa, I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. Pangatlo, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. That is covetousness. That is coveting, of course, what is not his. Because if, if Satan will try to aspire for that, then lalabas yan, pinapantay niya ang sarili niya sa Diyos. That is why Satan's pride, okay, led him to his downfall. Because of his desire. Because gusto niya makuha yung position na hindi dapat sa kanya. In verse 15, it says, But you are brought down to shoal to the far reaches of the pit. Dahilan upang siya ay makik out at mawala sa presensya ng Panginoon, bumaba sa kanya position. Kaya nga po, don't even attempt to just aspire for something at lalo na kapag kinakain ka na ng bagay na yon. Kasi kapag halimbawang sobra ka nang nakatutok sa bagay na yon at kinakain na yung puso mo at alam mo na hindi tama, then again, this will be the result of our downfall. First John 2.15 says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. 
If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Ang bagay po na ito ay nanggaling po sa kaaway. Huwag po natin hayaan na kainin po tayo. Kapag nagtatrabaho po kayo sa isang kumpanya, kapag halimbang meron pong napopromote sa inyong kumpanya at hindi po kayo napromote, then please don't say something against that person. Encourage that person, but don't even attempt to say na alam mo, dapat ako ang nandyan. Kasi ako yung malapit sa boss. Bakit ganito? Ako yung gumagawa ng trabahong ito. Ang alam ko, ako yung dapat na nandyan, hindi siya. And that is again aspiring for something na hindi naman talaga dapat sa'yo. Why? Because after all, it's the Lord who orchestrates everything. Kung ikaw ay ma-promote, then praise God. Kung hindi, praise God pa rin. Walang kaso yun. Kung halimbawang hindi ka, hindi ka natanggap sa trabaho, praise God. Kung natanggap ka, praise God pa rin. In other words, don't even think na para bang, minsan para bang feeling natin, parang alam natin kung ano yung gagawin natin sa buhay natin. Tandaan mo, hindi mo alam kung anong gagawin sa buhay mo. Alam ng Panginoon kung anong gagawin ng, buhay, ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. God knows what what he, what you need. God knows kung ano po ang dapat na mangyari sa pamilya. God knows, alam po ng Panginoon kung ano pong dapat mong gawin sa mundong ito. That is why you just have to trust the Lord sa lahat ng bagay. Huwag niyong, huwag niyong hayaan ang covetousness o ang desire o ang, I would say, yung ganitong klaseng uh, feeling. Okay? Lusting for something would really creep in into our hearts. Aside from that is we have also here our second point, which is the object of covetousness. Ano pang object ng covetousness? Exodus 20, verse 17, again, it says here, You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. Pansin niyo, ang object is nasa labas. Okay? Nagsisimula po sa puso. If you will notice in the Ten Commandments, sa Ten Commandments po, lahat po ng mga nakalagay sa Ten Commandments, especially pertaining sa mga neighbor, pang external. Kung halimbawa ang sasabihin natin, ah, hindi naman ako nag-commit ng adultery, hindi naman ako nagnakaw, hindi naman ako nag-dishonor, hindi naman, kumbaga, yung mga external, hindi mo ginawa. Pero I'm sure, all of us will be guilty of this Ten Commandment because it speaks already of the heart. Wala pong pwedeng humarap sa pangin sabihin, malinis ang puso mo. I'm sure there will be something in there na nasuway natin. Kaya nga, alam po ng Panginoon ang, ba- ang motibo po natin. Don't even say that your motive is right because our motive is always wrong. That is why ang dapat po natin ginagawa, ina-align po natin ang ating motibo palagi sa Panginoon. Covetousness. Meron pong object ang covetousness. Speaking of this, I don't know if you are aware of the Black Friday na nangyari po sa US before the Thanksgiving. And this Black Friday, hindi pong para bang, you know, alam, talagang nagpe-prepare na sila para pumunta. At pag bumukas na yung pintuan, talagang as in, wala na. Walang kamakamag-anak. Walang kaibigan Talagang as in, asunggaban ito. Masaktan ako sino masaktan. Dahil unahan yan sa mga gamit, unahan yan sa balyahan. Talagang babalyahin talaga lahat ng mga tao. Makuha mo lang yung TV, makuha mo lang yung mga mura, whatever that gadget is, makuha mo lang, balyahan yan. Doon pa nagbubugbuga minsan sa loob ng tindahan. Ganun ang, ang desire ng tao. And come to think of it, no? meron naman sila ng mga gamit na yon. Pero yun nga lang, siyempre dahil mura, gusto nila makuha nilang lahat. Gusto nila makadagdag. Nag-aagawan. Kapag nauna na, kukunin na isa, talagang as in, hindi mo na mapigilan. And buti nilang wala, wala tayong ganyan sa Pilipinas. No? Kundi, nakakahiya tayo kapag kalimbawang, di ba? Kapag kalimbawang nasa tindahan po tayo, may kita mo, nag-aagawan. Talaga nag-ahatakan pa ng husto. And you will notice na ubusan ang gamit. 
makikita mo talaga ang desire ng tao no? sa puso po niya. Sa puso po niya, po niya talaga kitang-kita. And that's what they call the Black Friday. People trampling over each other for cheap goods mere hours after being thankful for what they already have. Para bang ironic kasi Thanksgiving eh. The day before Thanksgiving. Kasi malapit na kasi ang Christmas. And it's really a Thanksgiving day for them. Kaso nga lang, naiiba because of, you know, what is in their heart. Kaya kapag alimbawang nakuha na po ng isang tao, then don't please. Huwag na po natin kunin. Lalo na sa mga mana. Nagkakaroon po ng problema pagdating sa mga mana. Lalo na kapag si mama at si papa ay nagbigay ng lupa sa inyong kapatid. Bakit siya lang binigyan yung mama? but kami? Hindi pa pwede yan. Magdemandahan tayo. Imagine, nagdedemandahan. Magkakapatid, nagdedemandahan. Magkakamag-anak. At hindi nag-uusap. Dahil saan? Dahil sa pera. Dahil sa lupa. Dahil sa bahay. And that is very true. Nagkikita po sila sa loob ng korte. Again, we cannot you know, avoid that reality. This is a reality. And there are cases na sabi nga nung isa, sabi niya, wala. Magalit ako magalit. That's sometimes the thinking of some people. Bahala na kung sino yung matapakan. Bahala na kung sino yung madaanan. Basta makuha lang natin yung lupang yon. It is unfortunate. That is why nandito po sa ating puso, talagang kita mo talaga yung sinful nature ng tao. Yung sinful nature ng isang tao to really gain something kahit nasabi mong may masaktan, kahit nasabihin mong may maapektuhan, kukunin niya lahat. Again, we have to understand. First John chapter 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, and the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Tandaan po natin, Kristiyano ka na. Pakirimind naman yung katabi mo, sabi mo, Kristiyano ka na. Kristiyano ka na. Okay? If you have Jesus Christ in your heart, Kristiyano ka na. Kung tinanggap mo si Lord sa puso mo, at naramdaman mo at naranasan mo ang kanyang kaligtasan na pagmamahal, you are already a child of God. Ibig sabihin mo, dapat unti-unti, dahan-dahan, namamatay na yung flesh natin. Huwag mong hayaang mag-resurrect yung dati mong ugali. Huwag mong hayaang mag-resurrect yung dati mong ginagawa. Kumbaga, dapat nandun na yun sa ataol. Okay? Because you are already a new person. Bago ka na eh. And that's why I would say that in this, in this case, everything that we can see in this world, yung pong sinasabi ni John rito na the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Bakit? Kasi dapat ang tingin po palagi natin sa ibang mga tao, dapat sila po ang dapat na mauna. Meaning, wag, mo ta- wag po natin iisipin yun sa atin lang. We have to also think of others as well. And that's what Jesus Christ did for us. When the Lord God created, you know, the Garden of Eden, meron pong, ang mga trees po nilakitan nila, it's actually good for them. Pero of course, meron pong tinatawag na tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Ang dapat na iwasan nila, yung tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Kaso nga siguro, napakaganda, it's really beautiful in the sight of Eve. In fact, yung nakalagay po sa Hebrew word is that ang dating parang handsome ang dating nung punong yon at yung fruit lalo na very very enticing tapos meron pang isang sawa kasi alam mo bakit, bakit nga ba merong sawa na nakausap si Eve no kasi siguro yung yung yung, yung asawa niya si Adan wala nang ginawa kundi magtrabaho biri mo sa dami ng mga sa dami ng mga animals pinangalanan yung mga animals nakalimutan yung asawa i mean di ba imagine kaya tuloy ang ginawa kinausap yung sawa 
para sinasabi siguro, ay hindi ko alam no, kung, na, kung hindi lang siya nakasulat, pero sa, alam mo kasi asawa ko, ano eh, hindi ako kinakausap, ikaw lang kakausapin ko. Kaya ingat po tayo sa mga mister, mga mister ha, bigyan natin ng oras ang ating mga misis na kausapin po sila. Hindi ko sinasabing baka kausapin na sawa, hindi yon okay? But the point ko is that we have to give time of course for our wife. Napakinggan nyo rin po sila. You have to listen also to them. Kasi kung hindi, they will see something that the three, no? May kita enticing. Kaya minsan, di ba, parang kapag hindi, ka na, kapag hindi mo binagyan ng oras, sabi nga, ito, alam nyo to, kapag wedding, nakatin kayo ng wedding. Sabi nga nila, ang lalaki, pag nagsalita yan, sa isang araw, ang nauubos na words ng isang lalaki, mga liman libo na words. Liman libo sa isang araw, ha? Ang babae raw, mga 25,000 to 35,000 words. So, kaya kapag alimbawang, ubus na yung 5,000 mo, pagdating mo sa bahay, hindi pa ubus yung words ng misis mo, makinig ka sa kanya bago ka matulog. Kaya kahit na natut- nakahiga na kayo, magkikwento pa yan minsan. Kaya okay lang. Pakinggan mo. Okay? Ah, oh, oh, hanggang sa maubos. Kasi pag hindi na ubus yan, kakarga yan bukas. <laughs> Bahala ka. <laughs> pag kumarga yan bukas, pag kumarga yan bukas, magiging ano yan, 50,000 na. Kaya... May, um, kaya kailangan bawasan natin, okay? Araw-araw, sige na, paubos mo, okay? Ano, ano, si, uh, sino, sino bibili ng tangke ng ano, naubos na yung tangke natin? O sino maghahakot ng basura? O si, alam mo, yung ano, nakita ko nga pala, napanood ko, no? Sige, paubosin mo lahat ng words niya, okay? Pahawang nakikinig ka, okay? Pero kailangan makinig ka. Kasi pag hindi ka nakikinig sa kanya, tatanong, ano yung sinabi ko noong una? Ah, wala na. Pag hindi mo naalala yan, back to square one ka na naman. Back to square one. Kaya again, it's really important that we really have to again be mindful. And this is what 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 tempted Eve. Because si Eve nakita niya the, the fruit is good. And again, it says here, and out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And this kind of tree, talagang it's really pleasant to the sight. Ibig sabihin, napakaganda po ng punong ito. As in, talagang nilapitan talaga niya. Sobrang ganda. Yun nga, sabi ko nga, sa Hebrew, ang nakalagi handsome yung puno. Sobrang enticing talaga yung punong ito na hindi mo pwedeng maiwasan. So when the woman saw the tree, it says here, was good for food and that it was the delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. Meaning, it is really desirable sa mata. That is why we could say that this delighting to the eyes means craving or intense yearning. Kumbaga, ito, yung sinasabi niya sa Hebreo, talagang as in nakafocus talaga ng gusto, nakatutok ng gusto, hindi niya inalis yung mata niya doon sa punong yon. Yun ang problema. Kapag halimbawa alam mong hindi na tama, alam naman niya eh. Because of course, sinabi naman sa kanila ng Panginoon. But however, hindi siya nakinig, ang ginawa niya, tinutukan pa niya ng gusto. Dapat ko alam nating mali, huwag na nating ituloy. At huwag na nating i-focus yung ating atensyon doon sa maling yon. Kasi kung hindi, lalo lang tayo matatempt ng gusto. Do not even attempt to do that. And that's why again, speaking of this, it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. Sa mata, siya ay natempt na. At nung tinutukan pa niya, mismong yung flesh niya, hindi na napigilan. Kaya ang nangyari, parang gusto niya kunin, which ang nangyari, in-invite pa nga si Adam. It really is a desire, desirable thing. The, the, the word desired here means to lust or desire greatly. Habang tumatagal, talagang gusto niyang kunin. Sa tingin niyo ba, isang araw lang to? I don't think so. But it is really a daily thing. Maaring araw-araw, tinitingnan niya. Habang dumadaan siya, tinitingnan niya, ano kaya yun? Tapos dadal naman siya isang araw, titingnan niya, ano kaya yun? Mukhang masarap ah. And that developed a craving for her to the point that she gave in. 
in Genesis 3.6, it also continued on, she took of its fruit and ate, hindi yan pagilin sa niya, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Alam na ngang mali, okay? Si Adam, hindi pa rin siya nagsalita. Siguro ang nasa isip niya, trabaho pa rin. Kaya mga mister, kailangan talaga as in we have to really be attentive no? sa lahat ng bagay. Hindi uubra dito yung parang ang ating mind kapag nasa bahay ay of course palaging trabaho, tutok palagi sa trabaho. I have nothing against work because God bless you with the work. But you have to understand that you have to learn to balance of course your time with your family as well. And in this case, what happened is that Adam was not mindful anymore. Sige, kinuha niya kahit na alam niyang mali. And of course, he ate it as well. So speaking of this, there are things also that we can see no? dito sa story na ito about relationship. Do not desire ungodly relationship. Okay? Covetousness involves ungodly relationship as well. Meron pong binanggit dito sa Matthew 5.28. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent, and that word there is lustful intent, epithemeo also, desiring for that person, has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Ganun po ang words na binigay po sa story kay Eve. Nung tiningnan niya yung prutas, she desired for it, she lasted for it, and that also is the Greek word there, epithemeo. And the same thing also with the men, or any person for that matter, not just the men, but even the women as well. Nakapagalimbawang tayo ay merong, alam mo na, nangyayari sa ating puso to the point that you desire for that person na alam mong hindi mo asawa at hindi kayo dapat na gumagawa na isang bagay na hindi tama, then you desire for it, then you lust for that person, then again, you are committing already that adultery in your heart. Sa puso pa lang nagsisimula na ang lahat. Alam ba ng iba yon? Hindi. Ang makakaalam lang nun, ang Panginoon at ikaw. That is why we really have to be careful how to, of course, conduct ourselves with other people, especially with the opposite sex. I remember when I was... Um, doing some uh, counseling several years ago at meron pong nagpa-counsel and sabi niya, Pastor, pwede hong magpa-counsel. During the time, hindi pa glass yung door no? yung, sa office. Uh, hindi pa ganito yung, ano, yung stage. And then, nung pagpasok niya, pasok siya agad. Pastor, magpa-counsel po ako. Sinarad yung agad yung pili. Ay, sabi ko, wag na, buksan lang natin. Hindi, Pastor, kasi ano yun, confidential. Hindi, buksan lang natin. Hindi, Sige, Pastor, hindi, buksan lang natin. So, nag-aanuhan kami dalawa. So, anyway, nakabukas yung pintuan. Tapos, ang suot, medyo talagang, ano yun, hanggang ano yun, hanggang di, para haba. So, ang mata ko ngayon, nakatingin lang talaga sa mata niya. Okay? Para gusto sabihin, wala ka bang dapat na isuot para at least medyo ma-cover yung, ano, yung harapan. Okay? And again, we have to protect ourselves with regards to that, even though we are a pastor. And at the same time, in your case as well. Because if we will not do our, our part in protecting ourselves, we may fall anytime, any day. Remember, the enemy is like a roaring lion. Kaya kanyang patumbahin ng isang araw. Wag po natin sabihin na palagi po tayong malakas. Don't even attempt to say na kaya ko yan. You can't. Because we're talking of the flesh. The flesh will desire for something that is not right. So kaya kailangan, you have to always be alert. Especially for the men. Pag may nagsabi sa inyong, lunch naman tayo, may kasama ka ba? At dalawa lang kayo, ikaw na magsabi, ano, uh, hindi ako pa pwede. Okay, so lalo na kung dalawa kayo. Delikado. Lalo na kung ba, opposite sex yung nag-yaya, yung mayaya sa'yo. Or a woman, 
or your secretary or whoever that person is. Why? Because there is a tendency for us to desire and to covet something or someone that is not really ours. It will start from there. It will end up in something that is not right. That is why as a man, you have to learn to stand always. Remember, dito nagsisimula yan sa ating puso. Aside from that relationship thing, coveting, ungodly relationship, there is also a tendency for us to desire for worldly wealth. Desiring for worldly wealth. Do not desire worldly wealth. Don't covet worldly wealth. Tandaan po natin, pagdating po sa Panginoon, tayo po ay mayaman na. Sino po rito yung mayaman na kayo sa Panginoon? Okay? I mean, it does not need for you to be millionaires. I'm not saying that it's not, it's not possible at ayaw natin maging ganon. No. My point here is that don't covet the money in this world to the point that you will sin against the Lord dahil lang sa pera. Meron po sinabi ang Bible rito, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare. Sinabi rin po yung word na desire dyan, epithemeo, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. And speaking of that desire, inulit po niya, that desire will really plunge people into ruin and destruction. Why? In what way? Kapag halimbawang ang goal po natin, ang desire po natin ay pera na nakakalitaan po natin ang ating pagiging krisyano, then yun po ang simula ng downfall po natin. Kapag nakakalimutan mo na ang Panginoon, pati ang Sunday service, pati ang pagsisilbi sa Kanya, dahil ang tutok po natin ay pera, then there's something wrong with that. Kindreate po tayo ng Panginoon, hindi po para magtrabaho lang po para sa mundong ito. God created us so that God can use us to advance His kingdom in the name of Christ. You have to understand that. Sa Israelite po, sa Old Testament, ang mga Hudyo, hindi po sila pumupunta sa ibang mga lugar at iba-ibang parte ng, ng bansang Israel para po magtrabaho lang. Ang goal po nila is to really advance the name of Yahweh to every pagan nation where they are. Yun po ang numero uno na goal po ng mga Hudyo. In our case, the same thing as well for us. Ang goal po natin, if we are called, for example, to go to another country, I hope that it will not be money that will drive us to go to that country. But it is really for us to be used by the Lord para ihayag ang kanyang ebanghelyo. Why? Kasi kristyano na po tayo. Hindi na po tayo isang ordinaryong tao. Alam niyo ba na hindi na po tayo isang ordinaryong tao? Hindi ka na basta-basta tao lang. Tingnan mo mabuti kung mukhang tao yung katabi. I mean, di ba? And then, oh, yeah, oh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, we are not just mere men. The scripture is saying that we are not just mere men. Hindi po tayo ordinary tao. Alam mo kung bakit? Kasi meron po tayong spirito ng Panginoon sa atin. I mean, a, a person who is an ordinary, wala po siyang spirito ng Panginoon sa kanyang sarili. Patay po yung kanyang spirito. Pero in the case of a person who have Jesus Christ, meron po tayong banal na espiritu. Sino rito yung may banal na espiritu, taas mo kamay mo may banal na espiritu? Pag hindi ka nagtaas sa kamay, hindi ko alam kung anong klaseng espiritu na meron ka. Okay? Baka yung gumagawa, baka yung mga gumagawa ng espiritu. Okay? Kung meron po tayong banal na espiritu, ibig sabihin, you are not just an ordinary man. You are a unique child of God. Kaya mo magsabi ng ayoko na sa kasalanan. Yun po yung kagandahan po noon ng isang krisyano. Kaya magsabi ng ayoko na tama na hindi tama ito. That is what really a child of God does. And speaking of this, you know, uh, speaking of this money, the other day, meron po nag-approach sa akin. I hope that you don't mind if I say this, no? kung halimbawang uh, you are attending, kasi hindi ako nakapagpaalam sa kanya. 
But anyway, hindi na ako mag-name drop. But yun sabi ko, wow, that is really worth um, telling the people. Kasi itong, itong taong to, for almost a year, hindi po siya nagkaroon ng work. And he he's really praying to the Lord na magkaroon siya ng trabaho. Magkaroon siya ng trabaho. Sabi niya, and however, sa pag, paghihintay niya, kasi ang focus niya really is for his family to be plugged in in the church and for his children to really uh, be active in, of course, their spiritual life. Yun po ang goal niya. One day, meron pong na tumawag sa kanya isang trabaho. I mean, isang company. It's a really prestigious company. Hindi niya akalain na talagang as in, kukunin siya ng kumpanyang yun. And when he went there, pagkakita po agad niya ng sweldo, kumbaga parang, Lord, sa inyo ba galing ito? Because sabi niya, Lord, ito lang yung pinagpipiray kong trabaho. Bakit biglang nilagpasan niya? yung aking sweldo. I'm waiting for his reaction. Sabi ko, parang sa akin, aba, inilagpasa na nga, dapat matuwa ka. Pero, nung sinabi sa akin kasi pastor, hindi ko alam kung talagang galing sa Lord to or baka mamaya, tinitest lang ako ng Panginoon pagdating sa pera. Kasi pag ako, na-assign ako din sa trabaho ito, I'm thinking of my family kung halimbawang sila, kasi pag naiwan ko sila and we will be reassigned there sa particular place na yon, the question is, Will they still, will they come with me? My children will come with me, especially malalaki na mga anak niya. Will they be active in that particular place? So ang nasa mind niya, spiritual. Hindi po yung pera. At sabi ko, wow, ang galing naman ng taong ito. Pag nag-isip, hindi pera. Pag nag-isip, kung ano yung gagawin ng Panginoon sa kanila at kung ano yung, ikab- kung ano yung dapat nang gawin para sa Panginoon. And that's why sabi ko, you pray about it, ipanalangin mo sa Panginoon, and then, I'll pray with you, and let's see. But however, whatever the result is, then of course, you just have to trust the Lord. And I believe that, that, if, that if God will open that door for you, then the Lord will use you in that particular company. The Lord will use you in that particular place. Kung ano ba ang dinala ka ng Panginoon doon. And pinakita niya sa akin yung ano, ito nga po yung ano eh, yung contract. Kulang na lang, pirmahan ko na lang. Pero ayokong pirmahan. Kasi dahil sa iniisip ko talaga kung talagang kay Lord ito. Sabi ko nga, hindi lahat ng nagbubukas na pintuan sa Panginoon. We have to learn to test everything. Test everything. There is also one person that I know, when a company was trying to offer him something, sabi niya, alam mo, inoffer na ako tatlong beses na ng salary ko presently. Tatlong beses. Sabi ko, so anong ginawa mo? Pinagpili ko sa Panginoon. Kasi tinanong ko, Lord, sa inyo ba to? Galing. And then, sabi, sabi niya, sa kanya po ito, no? I'm not saying that you also borrow his conviction. Sabi niya, tinignan ko kung halimbawang ito nga talaga yung pinagpipray ko. And at the same time, kasi I believe that God is using me here in this company. And at the same time, wala akong problema sa kumpanyang ito. Kasi kung, kung lilipat ako doon sa kumpanyang yon, na tatlong beses ng salary ko ang ibibigay, ang motibo ko pera. So, kuha ng Panginoon ko ano yung motibo ko. So, kaya hindi niya tinanggap yung offer. Siya po yun. And sabi ko sa kanya, alam mo, sabi ko, ibang klaseng, sana maraming krisyano ang ganito kamature mag-isip pagdating sa pagkuha ng trabaho. Hindi lang yung dahil sa pera, nagdi-decision tayo. Nakikita po yung desire natin kung saan. We are not deciding because of money, but we believe that we are deciding because this is what the Lord wants us to do. That is why you have to lay down everything at the feet of the Lord first. Lord, is this really from you? If this is from you, then Lord, use me in this place. Use me in this company. Use me in this business. Use me in this country. Let me not 
be attached to the worldly things of this world, to the worldly wealth of this world. After all, ang Diyos ng ibang bansa ay Diyos ng Pilipinas. Wala pong imposible sa Panginoon. Tayo po ay pagpalain. Naniniwala ka kaya ka pagpalain ng Panginoon sa anumang oras? Yes, I believe that I graduated uh, from this course of physical therapy. Physical therapy po ang aking kurso. Dalawa po ang degree ko, isang medical technology at siya isang physical therapy. And then my relatives told me, sabi nila, dito na lang kayo sa Amerika. Lalong-lalong kapag alimba yung mga kurso ninyo, pagdating dito, yayamang kayo. Pagdating dito, marami kayong kotse kasi yung kurso niyo talaga in demand yan. And I was just speaking to my wife, sabi ko, let's pray about it. That is very, very enticing. But however, for us, sabi namin, naniniwala kami na kahit na mag-stay kami rito sa Pilipinas o umalis man kami pupunta sa abroad, God is still able to bless us. And that's what really happened. Dahil sa sabi nga nila, kaya nila bang magkaroon ng anak? Kasi alam mo, mahirap ang ekonomiya ngayon. Kaya nila bang magkaroon ng kotse? Kasi mahirap ekonomiya ngayon. But our economy is not held by the ways of this world. Our economy is in the palms of our Lord. Nasa kamay po ng Panginoong ekonomiya po ng ating bansa. Wala po sa ibang mga tao. Wala po sa bansa natin. Nasa kamay po ng Panginoon. That is why I believe that if we will only disattach ourselves from the desires of this world, then God will see our heart, God will see our motive. And you know what will happen? God will honor the desires of your heart. And at the same time, God will also honor your faith as well. Give God a praise. Paul said, sabi po ni Paul, I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. I have never coveted. Why? Because consume po sila sa kung ano po ang gagawin ng Panginoon sa kanilang buhay. The same thing as well. It says there the word coveted, which is of course the Greek word there is desiring. Do not desire the things of this world as well. Do not desire the things of this world. You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet or covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. Ba't niyo pag-aawayan yung lupa? Ba't niyo pag-aawayan yung pera? E di pa nalangin mo na sa Panginoon. Ang pinaka-importante, na-preserve niyo ang relationship. If the Lord wills that that land will be yours, then praise God. In legalities, praise God. Pero, Wag naman to the point of sisirain nyo ang inyong relasyon sa inyong nanay, sa inyong tatay, sa inyong kapatid to the point na para bang mangyari magtatalo kayong dalawa. I hope you will not do that. If right now, meron po kayong hindi pagkakaunawa ng inyong kapatid, <laughs> i-text nyo na siya ngayon at makipagsundo na po kayo dahil hindi po tama ang ginagawa natin. Dahil lang po sa pera, nagkakaroon po tayo ng problema. Do not desire the things of this world. God has a way of blessing us. God has a way also of even, you know, pouring out His blessing upon us. Ask the Lord. Ihingi mo sa Panginoon. Panginoon, pagpalain niyo po kami ng bahay. Panginoon, pagpalain niyo po kami ng lupa para po sa inyong kapurihan. Panginoon, hindi man kami pahirami ng kotse ng aming, ng aming kapatid. Ayaw kang magalit sa kanya kasi kaya niyo po mag-bless sa amin ng kotse. And all of those things, I believe that you can actually pray to the Lord. Sabi rito, you, that, you do not have because you do not ask. Gano ba katindi ang inyong paghihingi sa Panginoon? Gano katindi? That is why you have to ask. Speaking in James 4-3, it says here, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Huwag kang hihingi at huwag kang hingi na isang bagay dahil lang sa gusto mong may maipakita ka sa ibang tao. Huwag, huwag kang hihingi. Kasi, ano eh, Lord, um, para talaga to sa, sa church, pero deep inside your heart, kailangan ko ng bagong kotse kasi bago yung ano, kotse ng mga kapatid ko eh. Baka mamaya sabihin na, kita agad yung motibo eh. Kita mo agad. 
And again, speaking of that, dapat po hindi ganon. Don't compare yourself with others. Huwag niyo pong compare Always ask with the right motive. Because if you ask with the right motive, God sees that. Nahikita po ng Panginoon yon. Philippians 3.8 says, Indeed, I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For His sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Enough na po sa atin ang Panginoon kung tutuosin. Because why? In Jesus Christ, all in na po yon. Kay Jesus pa lang. Contento na po tayo sa Panginoon. Kahit na hindi tayo mabigyan, it doesn't matter. God has a way of giving us and blessing us. It's okay. Because we believe that in Christ, we are already complete. Speaking also of this opposite, the opposite of covetousness. Ano ba yung opposite ng covetousness? We're already about to end. Exodus 20:17. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, relationship, or his male servant, or his female servant, or his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. If you notice, there are opposites in this. Philippians 4.11 Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be what? Content. Contentment does not mean na parang lax po kayo. Hindi yon. Ibig sabihin, wherever you are right now, you are content with what the Lord has given you. Kasi alam naman natin, from glory to glory, dinadala tayo ng Panginoon. Sa tingin niyo ba, hanggang dyan lang kayo sa posisyon niyo? No, hindi. Contento lang kayo ngayon sa posisyon niyo kasi alam niyo, may binubro si Lord. God is preparing something for you pagdating ng araw. Pinapakontento ka muna ng Panginoon dyan. dyan give glory to the Lord. Pinapakontento ka muna ng Panginoon. Dyan sa posisyon niyan. Para pagdating ng araw, if you're already prepared, then okay na. Prepared na yung anak ko. Okay, sige, ito na. Pero of course, Huwag naman po natin apply sa misis natin. Okay? I mean, yan na yan talaga. Okay? Hindi mo pwedeng, hindi ka pwede, eh, kailangan maghintay pa ako. Ay, huwag ka na maghihintay. Okay? Sino ba rito yung natutuwa ka? You are really blessed with a wife. Okay? A godly wife. Taas po ang mga mister. Ang mga kamay, ang mga mister. Yun. Tingnan nyo mga misis ha. Kapag hindi nagtaas ang kamayan, counseling tayo mamaya. Okay? I mean, we, we are blessed. That is why I speak of that contentment. Hindi po tayo dapat na mag-crave, mag-desire ng ibang mga bagay pa na alam natin in a false motive. But always desire for something that will honor the Lord. Because wala namang masama sa desire. You can desire for something that will honor the Lord, but however, in the wrong way, pwede ka mag-desire ng isang bagay na alam mo makakasira sa'yo. Ezekiel 36.26 says, And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. That will be our prayer. Panginoon, palta niyo po ang aming puso. Bigyan niyo po kami ng heart of flesh. Yung puso ko, Panginoon, masyado natututok po sa mga bagay ng mundong ito. Lord, baguhin niyo po. At hayaan niyo po na ma-align dun po sa will at desire po ninyo. And you have to always pray for that. A heart of flesh. First John 2.17 says, And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Are you willing to do the will of God in your life as long as you live? Are you willing to do the will of God as long as you live? Just do the will of God as long as you live. Huwag po natin titignan ang mga bagay sa mundong ito. Gamitin po natin kung ano yung mga nakikita natin sa mundong ito in order to honor the Lord, especially in your workplace, in your school, in your business, in your relationship. Lahat po ng bagay na yon. It is always for the will of the Lord. Ephesians 1.3 says, ito maganda po yung sinabi sa Ephesians 1.3. And I'm about to land this. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with some spiritual blessing. No. With every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Basahin ko po ulit. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Alam niyo po, you are blessed with a family. Thank the Lord for that. You are blessed with the parents. Thank the Lord for that. You are blessed with children. Thank the Lord for that. You are blessed with good health. Thank the Lord and praise God for that. You are blessed with a job. Thank the Lord for that. You are blessed with an opportunity to find a job. Bless the Lord. Thank the Lord for that. Sa Tagalog, Purihin nawa ang Diyos at Ama ng ating Panginoon Yesu Kristo na siyang nagpala sa atin ng bawat pagpapalang ukol sa Espiritu sa sangkalangitan kay Kristo. Bawat pagpapala. Sino rito yung naniniwala ikaw ay pinagpala ng Panginoon? You are blessed. Pakitap naman yung tao sa tabi mo. Sabi mo, pinagpala ka ng Panginoon. Sabi mo, remind mo, pinagpala ka ng Panginoon. Pinagpala ka ng Panginoon. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Go ahead. Just just remind that person, you are blessed. Alam mo, when you speak that word of blessing, that person really is blessed. And I believe that the Lord will be honored. You are blessed. Covetousness, ang covetousness para lang po sa mga taong hindi nila naintindihan na nasa kanila ang Panginoon. I'm blessed with two sons. I'm blessed with a wife that also understands what I'm doing. I'm blessed also with a family that really stands with me. And I'm sure that that will also be uh, what they will say for me as well. Ang sarap ng ganun, no? Yung pamilyang, alam mo na, sabi mo sa asawa mo, alam mo, nabibless ako sa buhay mo. Salamat ha, kasi nasa tabi kita palagi. Salamat, nay, salamat ay, dahil sa mga ginawa niyo sa akin. Salamat, mga anak, kasi alam ko na may plano ang Panginoon sa inyo. Don't look for others. Huwag niyo po ikukumpara ang pamilya niyo sa iba. Huwag niyo ikukumpara ang trabaho niyo sa iba. Magpasalamat kayo sa trabaho niyo. Magpasalamat po kayo sa inyong business. At meron po kayong business ngayon. Have you come to a point in your life na tinanong niyo sa manager niyo, Boss, salamat ah. Nandiyan ka. At katabi, I mean, ikaw yung isa sa mga taong ginagamit sa akin dito sa kumpanyang ito. You thank the Lord for that. And I'm sure that when you do that to your family, it's a blessing to them. Salamat. Thank you so much. Everything that we have right now is of course in Christ. Our desire for Christ must be greater than the desires for this world. Our desire for Christ must be greater than the desires for this world. Can we all stand up right now? Bow down your head for a moment, please. And if you're saying, Pastor, can you please pray for me? That I will be thankful for everything that I have. Kung ano meron ako, palagi ako magkaroon ng pusong nagpapasalamat sa Kanya. At masunod ko palagi ang kanyang kalooban sa buhay ko. Tulungan nyo, ako ay panalangin palagi at magpasalamat sa Panginoon sa 
mga taong nakapaligid sa akin. Ang aking asawa, ang aking mga anak, ang aking mga magulang, ang mga kaibigan na nasa paligid ko. That there will always be this heart of gratefulness. If you need that kind of prayer, I'd like you to raise up your hand right now. And let me pray for some of you. Lord Panginoon, salamat po sapagkat sa mga oras na ito, binabago niyo po ang puso ng inyong mga anak. Baguhin niyo po, Panginoon. Kaya niyo po, Lord, na matuto sila palagi na magpasalamat sa kung ano po ang ibinibigay niyo po sa kanila. Panginoon, kayo naman po ang Diyos na nagpapala. Kayo, niyang, kayo ang Diyos na kayang magbigay ng kasaganaan sa aming buhay. Pero Lord, hindi kami tututok sa pera. Hindi kami tututok sa mga bagay sa mundong ito. Dahil sa inyo palang solve na kami, Panginoon. We all have the blessings in Christ. And Lord, I pray right now that even as your people, Lord, raise their hands, humbling themselves, Lord, always and saying, Ikaw lang. We are already enough in you. You are enough for us. Punoyin niyo po sila, Panginoon, ng kagalakan sa kanilang puso. At makita po nila, Panginoon, ang mga bagay sa paligid nila ng, sa ibang perspektibo, Panginoon. At a different perspective and a different view. And thank you so much, Lord, for filling their hearts right now with your Holy Spirit. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa inyong kagalakan. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa inyong kapayapaan. Salamat po, Panginoon, sapagkat hindi pa po kayo tapos sa mga bagay na gusto niyong igawin sa buhay po ng inyong mga anak. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray.